Done. Tom, we need to talk. You're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Cannot Read, Cannot Write. The podcast Stop approves. It. Stop it. We use contractions here. We contract here with an apostrophe backward. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined as always by aspirational Canadian Kevin Greck. Greckers, <laughs> how are you doing, buddy? Uh, I set myself up a morphine drip of just pure uh, maple syrup, and mm-hmm. uh, it mm-hmm. didn't work. Uh, I had to go to the hospital, yeah. which was very affordable, but <laughs> what are you going to do? Interesting uh, how it could be a morphine drip and maple syrup at the same time is a question for another day. Uh, And also joined by ordinary seasonal virus, Alex Plum. (laughs) Plum, how are you feeling about your favorite airline? It is upsetting. I, you know, I literally just, I was, I was about to tweet. I mean, I was about, which, you know, of course is the appropriate Delta medallion Karen move. Uh, But they had, they corrected themselves to something a little bit less noxious, still vaguely debatable but, but you can't you can't undo the original language though like i'll tell you this in his the, in his uh stock filings he uh ed bastion said the same thing he also used it in some language that he sent out to employees when he announced that uh as the ceo he's a ceo when they announced that they were going to no longer charge unvaccinated employees the monthly health insurance premium surcharge uh because of the higher risk and in both places, he used the same language. So clearly someone in their comms, this wasn't just a one-off. Their comms mm-hmm. team had vetted that language. Some asshole should be fired for that because that was a real boner. Yeah, but he signed it, right? I mean, No, no, no. I mean, it's on him. I mean, he said it. He put it out there. But I'm just saying, I hope he fired somebody for it. Uh-huh. So um well of course thank you everyone for listening if we could ask a small favor please share the pod with spartans in your life rate review and subscribe uh apparently we're on stitcher now by the way hmm. i think uh you know we're, we're stitcher folk now you know okay uh you could of course follow us on twitter and instagram at spartan underscore pod grek what we're, we're obviously going to talk some basketball but uh, tell the fine folks what the structure of the show is. Oh, the structure is pretty straightforward. Greenwall, football, clot of coffee, basketball, off Grand River, both football and basketball and maybe women's water polo, uh, which should be on Grand River, actually. Yeah. Strike that from the record. Twitter questions. Last Twitter questions before summer Twitter competition. So we'll see. We'll see what we got. And then we you know, turn up the heat. I'm going to say, if you're going to declare that next week is indeed the kickoff of the competition, then you're going to be on the spot for what the rules are. Uh, please. No, come thank you, please. question time. Uh, nope, actually, that's we skip it... a month. <laughs> we skip a month. <laughs> All right. Let's head behind the green wall. Uh, Alex, um, uh, Antoine Booth uh, transfers out of the program. I think he was offended by your misconception as to whether a center <laughs> is in the secondary? <laughs> well, in fact, it isn't. <laughs> and uh, and I, his, his camp did get in touch with me, another C word. Um, not the C word I'm thinking of when I think of him right now, but neither here nor there. Uh, and I did, offer, 
I did. I was. I was exactly thinking of the c word. Uh, you know, I uh, I offered my apologies unreservedly, and we wish him the best. Yes, Antoine Booth, uh, class of twenty twenty one, Mel Tucker's first sort of fully recruited class uh, cornerback is transferring out. Um, you can only assume with the uh, you know additions uh, how they're recruiting behind him um, that that was a yeah. post spring camp uh, conversation, right? Camp. There's that camp. C word again. Uh, other post spring camp camp conversations. Donovan Eaglin, uh, a running back in the class of 2020, uh, is also on his way out from Michigan State. I, this has to be the least surprising of the transfers. Uh, in that, I, we, I mean, we've we've talked ad nauseum. I think everybody in in MSU Twitter to MSU media has talked about a stacked running back room uh, with a is he a five-star commit, four-star commit coming in also in the class of 2023. Uh, Donovan England seemed like low man on the totem pole. Um, yeah. I don't believe we've uttered his name once during, I don't even think he played special teams running back room uh, discussions. So uh, yeah. Mr. You know, Mr. Eaglin appreciate your service, but uh, happy you know, trails. Good luck. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting though. Update. Ben Van Sumeren, uh, we knew was practicing with the team despite being in the portal, has withdrawn from the portal and is and back. And this was called out uh, both by us and by a couple Twitter questioners. And we thought out loud, hey, maybe it's not impossible that he ends up staying. He's quality depth. Sure. Well, so He's- here's my question. Yeah, so played special teams, right? Um, you know, uh, saw plenty of snaps at linebacker last year. And we know that when he was at U of M, he played fullback. Do you think it's possible we have a new iteration of Connor Hayward on our hands? <laughs> hey. Like, is this somebody who maybe they switch into a bit of a specialist H-back role? Hmm. Uh, I admittedly don't know nearly enough about the H-back role if I can't get the center and secondary straight. But I will say the sheer size of Ben Van Zumeren's neck leads me to believe that he may not have quite the agility of Connor Hayward or the speed. So I would wonder... Our dancing you know, bear? Our dancing, dancing bear. I mean, Hayward had some girth, but the kid also had a lightness and quickness that Van Zumeren does yes. not, to me, appear to possess, at least uh, the pictorial record uh, they're assuming. To have uh, both the girth and the lightness and quickness, that's combination. That is skilled. Skilled. Combination. What we're looking for in our stars, in this pod mm-hmm. stars, I'll tell you that for sure. Um, I didn't realize that he played at Michigan. I mean, at least it didn't, as I was kind of reviewing this. And, you know, there seems to oh, me again to be, yeah, yeah, to be something around like two transfers. Like, I just don't think that's very becoming. And he has to sit out a year. Uh, at that point, right? Yeah. Gravy trains, you know, come to a stop. I mean, <laughs> though we did talk about Trey Mosley on like his eighth transfer. <laughs> uh, not Trey Mosley, I'm sorry. Uh, Travion Morgan is who I'm thinking of, not Trey yeah. Mosley. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, um, all right. So last bit of football news. The Board of Trustees voted this past week to approve the construction of the, uh, the reno- you know, the addition to the football right. building as well as the renovation of Spartan Stadium. Correct me if I'm wrong. We have been recruiting off of these plans since 2016. 
it feels I, like the the I feels like this uh this has been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. We've been Certainly fundraising that. on it. Like I've only become aware of the expansion to the football facility when then associate athletic director Alan Haller presented it to a group of boosters and then the video was shared widely after that call. Um the, I, I Antonio was right. recruiting on this for a while. I mean there's the Scandalaris Football Center gets a lot of updates. <laughs> that thing is always under construction one way or another. Um, and the the uh, the stadium upgrades are not that significant. It's like the sound system and some like Which, light concourse work, I believe. I do appreciate that they acknowledged in the uh, in the filing or whatever that the sound system is broken. <laughs> like <laughs> it does not work anymore. And I think anyone who spent any time at Spartan Stadium will. No, uh, could yeah. agree that it is bad. Um, it was the thing when the new video boards got released, it was the thing that got the most pushback, even when things were working properly hmm. with the speakers just being in the south end zone and being really loud. So I don't know what the plan is for the upgrade. not Rutgers loud, but, you know, no, not physically uh, like damaging your body loud, like making you feel ill loud or maybe that was just the amount of time that i was spending in piscataway new jersey i don't know uh the fat sandwich was coming back um (laughs) but uh yeah it's a it's a quality upgrade uh and i will say i don't think we know the full scope of what the new football complex is going to look like yet there are renderings of it but i don't know if they've fundraised all of that money or if it's going to be feasible or what but uh, this is like the beginning of that, like, right, turning the the current uh, public areas of Scandalaris into like updating those, updating some uh, like other facilities for the student athletes and then setting the stage for the big upgrade that is going to be uh, authorized by the board in the summer, I believe. Why? Why would they not just upgrade it, authorize it now? I don't know. I don't know. I'll, cool I'll, board. I'll cool board. Me. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Plum, uh, do anything else uh, football related we want to get into? Uh, no. No, all that's right. good. Uh, yeah. Uh, program is fully in summer mode. Uh, I guess one, one li- uh, other little bit is it's possible we have some recruiting news coming over coming in the you know next few weeks but in all likelihood uh, for those who are recruit tracking june will be uh the big month to watch with uh, a set of official visits uh slated then so um plum uh do you care to say a few words about our sponsor i would be happy to just in fact finished my nepali Mountain blend. blend. We call it a blend. We call it a blend. It was good, and I want to tell you about it. Wow, these are some dramatic pauses. <laughs> I drink coffee every morning. I have two cups, and. It's one of the most important rituals I have of my day. There's a reason why everybody out there that's listening right now could hum the Folgers song, and pretty soon they're going to be humming the Clada song. 
That's right. The jingle. I don't. It's a jingle. It's an old, old Irish jingle. And it is, in fact, they, as I, as I heard it played with bagpipes, I thought this reminds me too of an old traditional Nepali folk song I heard once when I was in that country on a walkabout. So I don't know if you don't like Nepali coffee, fine. They got others. They got Rwandan beans. They got Costa Rican beans. Someone check me on this. They've got Guatemalan beans. I'm sure they do. Everyone does. You know, this is what makes them different. What makes them different? They're small batch specialty coffees from around the world. They're Lansing based. Maybe the most important thing is their owners are two Michigan State University graduates, both of whom go out of their way to remind you routinely that they are, in fact, Irish, just like 95% of the rest of the world in March does. I just think it's important that we acknowledge them. We appreciate them. And, you know, if you don't like coffee, if you're not doing that every morning, they've got cocoa. They've got, uh, you know, other stuff and stickers. I think there are stickers on the store. Stickers. They probably have merch too. Anyway, you have to go get it. You have to buy it and you have to drink it. And then you have to send us a message. And And maybe we should uh, mention that you have to use, you have to use a code. No, no, no. I was getting there. I was getting there. Just (laughs) let us know how good it is. Once you do it, I want you everybody right now, stop what you're doing. Pull your cars over, put your children down. I'm looking at you, Sharpert. Visit drinkcladacoffee.com. That's C-L-A-D-D-A-G-H. Drinkcladacoffee.com. Enter C-R-C-W-10 for 10% off your purchase. That's right. Can't read. Can't write 10. Try Clada Coffee. Oh, the way coffee was meant to be. <laughs> is, that, is that how the jingle ends? That's exactly how the jingle ends. <laughs> Traditional to play bagpipes and all. Oh. And that, your listeners, is, to be. and that, dear listeners, is the last time you will hear me do that ad read on this podcast. <laughs> and it may be because we don't have an ad read to do after that. <laughs> I like the idea of wherever you are, whatever you're doing, put your child down. Down. Are you crossing the road? Put your Drop child me. down. Buy the coffee. Go to, and, and then if there's an accident, be like, officer, I officer. had to buy Kalata coffee. And the officer will be like, did you use coupon code CRC CRCW10? And then the, you'll be like, ah, goofus. I remember to put my kid in the road, but I forgot the coupon code. CRCW10. Oh, what a, what a boner. And then you'll have a good laugh with the, uh, with the, uh, over the body of your child. <laughs> well, you know, we like to keep things. Alive. <laughs> uh, but you'll be up in time for the wake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Order a uh, big batch of the small batch for the wig. <laughs> Can I have a sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> they might not listen. They might take our word for it. <laughs> yeah. Keep this. Up. All right. Oh, uh, wow. It's the summer, isn't it? Well, it's not quite because we need to have a more sincere conversation about basketball than. I think last week, Greg, you, you know, we had a, a robust conversation about the spring game and there was uh, some basketball news to discuss and you were a bit, um, let's move along here. And mm. I think I was dismissive. Yes. Uh, I think it is time for us to maybe have a dear Tom uh, situation because mm. It's not that things are unwell in the basketball program. 
But there's a lot of uncertainty and not a lot of visible action happening out of the program. So uh, for those who don't know, um, uh, Julius Marble has entered the transfer portal from Michigan State, who was in line to be the starting center. Played substantial minutes. Uh, You know, I think before we get on to like Julius Marble as a player. I think it's worth mentioning at least Julius Marble as a person. And and from what the coverage I've been hearing, I think it was way too quick to transition to the player component of Julius Marble. For those who don't know, uh, mm-hmm. during the middle of COVID, Julius Marble lost his father unexpectedly. Yeah. And by all accounts, this transfer is likely to move back closer to his family. He's from Texas, uh, right? Like that's yes, a he's long... From, he's from Texas, yes. And uh, so... I, you know, TBD on whether that happens, but by all indications, that's the plan. And we, I, I, you're a, you're a monster if you can't wish him well and happiness and like without, without even a a bit of reservation, uh, that, that, you know, like, I, I think that's a very understandable and relatable thing. And so, uh, obviously he, he sort of, not only had to endure that tragedy, but then had to endure that tragedy while playing D one basketball in isolation on a campus that was empty, you know, getting tested every day. Like, uh, you know, by all means, Julius, please, please savor the time you've got with your family and and be happier. Um, But, you know, Julius Marble also this year at times was a walking bucket for MSU as a player. That hook Uh, shot and even his jump. I mean, Oh my God. Dude did stuff at big times in these games. We talked about it routinely this season. Yeah. And, and my, I think my, we, when we had a sort of wish list for next year conversation, most of mine centered around Julius Marble. Like, correct. Hey, Julius, can you take one step back? <clears throat> You'll yep. be able to make a three. And the other was that Julius Marble had a way of getting lost on defense. Uh, yeah. I mean, he made also Joey true. Brunk, who yep. I'd never heard of before, look like a rock star yep. who was a, you know, uh, a first first round selection for the NBA. So Julius had some work to do on defense, but you know, again, was probably slated to be our starting center. Yeah. No matter what MSU did in the portal. And seemingly they weren't doing anything in the portal for a center. Uh yeah. I mean are, but but let's just you didn't have to say for a center. <laughs> you could have just yes. left you could have just left it alone there. No, we're in trouble. I mean low post especially with Bingham going pro LOL. Um, you know, we're not in, we're not in a good spot at all. I don't, I had, I had convinced myself this was Maddie Sissoko on the way out. Um, yeah, not, me too. Because not, not Julius, just because yeah, for, he hasn't played. And so now it's like, well, we got Jackson Kohler, right? Coming in. Yeah. Uh, who's really more of a four than a but, five. I, well, but the Hauser, I mean, what else, what are you going to do? Like you don't have options. Can you rely on Sissoko? What would Sissoko have to do in the offseason to make him anywhere near reliable on the five? I'm not even going to say starting, but just reliable. Become a basketball player. Oh. Noti- so let's let's break these down into pieces. So Marble is gone. Right. To your point, Plum, that means that Jackson Kohler, uh, a freshman, and then Mati Sissoko, a guy who's averaged four minutes a game, I think, in the past season is now your most experienced center. Yep. And then, uh, I think not unrelated to any of this, the dude who coaches big men 
is no longer at your program. Right. Yep. So, I, I mean, we so it's it's problematic that we we haven't heard anything about MSU uh, really being active in the portal, particularly as it relates to the five, which was an obvious area of need. And you might be willing to say, well, they're keeping things under wraps. People talk. Yeah. Like it, it, people within the program talk. And then people who are the kids who are being recruited also talk. Yep. We, we, we've heard nothing about Michigan State being involved in a five. Yep. You, uh, uh, the one person we knew Michigan State was involved in, Jalen Bridges, who had been slated to take a visit to MSU. Instead, commits to Baylor. West Virginia transfer, Jalen Bridges. Yes, West Virginia transfer, Jalen Bridges. Thank you. Um, Increasingly, it seems like from a variety of sources that Max Christie is gone. What, you know, I guess he he could get really humble during the process and things change, but uh, gone. Yeah, Um, for those that don't, you know, consume every little stitch of MSU media, um, that comes from general conversations in the beat writers, both at the LSJ and the free press, uh, <clears throat> kind of, you know, reading the tea leaves and hit people that they talk to. And so. it, and it was not so subtle that they said it was from his family. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's just, can we just spend a minute or two on that really fast? Just don't, it was becoming just a boring a, podcast. So it's yeah, good thing we brought up. I, I just Christy. think I got questions. I'm going to go. I've been told, dear listener, maybe some of these listeners have uh, their own opinions on the subject that my rant against Max Christie was. Listen, I'll describe it as unhinged. That's fine. That's not new for me. Uh, but some folks did have notes on it. So I'm happy to receive those only as direct messages, only without punctuation, and only in Latin. I'll say this about Max Christie, though. <laughs> His determination, if he really is trying to go pro here and not into the portal, that does take a lot of the wind out of my sails. I, if he thinks he can do that, that's surprising, but good for him. Uh, there's a pathway, right? We've talked about mm-hmm. the G League. We've talked about development. We've talked about going to Europe. So there's opportunities there. I think that there are analogs, folks who've come before him, young played at Michigan state left are now playing in Taiwan. (laughs) So if that's what your dream for your career is very good, my friend, if you are thinking that averaging 25 plus minutes a game this season somehow puts you on a higher pedestal, one need only look at your turnover rate, your three point field goal completion rate, yeah, Any other shots. number of metrics to really dissuade you that you're actually talented enough to go pro. So I hope and would hope that whatever he does, he really does with the advice of folks who love him and are also speaking honestly to him. Um, because uh, this is a decision that really does make me question some things. Well, you have to know the NBA is going to be honest with him yes. because they're That's not the going to pay him yeah. unless uh, he's yeah. worth it. But, you know, if Max Christie is, you know, singularly focused on being pro and the NBA is willing to give him some guaranteed money and, and the recognition that he's going to be in the G League and like, that's fine. Yeah, he's good with that. Then, you know. Then, All right, fine. Then go. Yeah. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, then go. But I'll but, never root for him. That uh, it is funny how uh, someone like 
uh, Kenneth Walker can endear me enough to want to be an NFL fan in one season. In and one someone, season. And someone like Max Christie can make me just not care. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I could not change who I am. <laughs> and I should yeah. just, one last thing, because this isn't really personal, and I'm sure he'll be fine, but... Because he was dependable. We, he did do good things for the program. On balance, yeah. I think he was probably more net positive than he wasn't. Um, it's just where the team is right now, the state of this program needs him. And so I, I am going to take it personally. That's why. Yeah, And that's I mean, the only reason. The, the holes are accumulating, like you said, uh, also in the coaching staff. Uh, and we're not hearing anything on that either. Yeah. So, that's a bit alarming too. You know, you'd like to think that, that gets filled in a couple weeks. Well, I asked you guys that when it broke, or when this kind of happened, and you guys, the thinking at the time at least was the end of the month to the beginning of May. So we're still we're kind of solidly in that. This yeah, week, but like I haven't heard rumors. Anything. I haven't heard anything. Um, huh. We don't huh. know. Like other than uh, Izzo acknowledging that this is a big hire for him in the program, I I don't think we have much of any information at all about who's being considered or who's visiting campus or being interviewed or any of those types of things. Uh, If you're skeptical about the basketball program, I think it's justified at the moment. Yeah. I mean the, the, we didn't, I don't think fully acknowledge that Joey Hauser, you know, declared he's coming back to MSU for another year. Mm -hmm. Um, Dane five thinks he's going to be all conference by the way. Yeah. Dane Fife, who also didn't make the Butler staff, despite <laughs> indications. So Dane Fife, maybe maybe the Big Ten Network will reach out. Um, he's good on Twitter. Uh, I don't know what neighborhood he was living in in East Lansing. Maybe the house hasn't sold. Maybe he can come back, do some cut some video for the program. Yeah, vid- I would love Dave, Dane Fife, video analyst. Uh, but, you know, we didn't talk about, but preferred walk on Peter Nwoke has transferred. Uh, we, you know, Davis Smith has transferred. And these are people who don't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like the the problem is now you're also maybes. And Greg, you're going to roll your eyes, but maybes on Malik Carr and Keon Coleman. So who is on this basketball team? We're at like nine <clears throat> players yeah. total. Right. But, but they're all but, bunched up in the backcourt. <laughs> I know. That was the next thing. Yeah. But Joey Hauser's back. So don't worry, everybody. Yeah, like, I mean, we, Tom Izzo now fully needs a center. Cannot Mm -hmm. not get a center. Mm -hmm. And and, and I don't know that there's been a a ton of great options out there. And by some sort of innuendo, some of the options that have been out there, Tom Izzo would have had to pay for. And like, he's not going to do that. I, I don't want him to do that, to be clear. Uh, but it's a, it's a problem. And so now we know that he's targeting Micah Parrish, uh, wing, uh, I think small forward from Oakland. Um, you know, I, I think Izzo by way of feelings of transfer portal is generally of the, like, has more empathy from dudes who are, for dudes who are coming from a lower league who are going up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, still haven't heard him reach out about a center like yeah i don't know what to make of this mm. and uh, there has been some success uh with the transfer ups you know Bryn forbes came from a horizon league team and you know 
I wouldn't say Tyson Walker is a total non-success. I we no. we look for more success next year, right? But but uh, I yeah, I don't know what Micah's other uh, other offers are. I don't know who the you know recruiting peer group is on that one, but yeah. I'm gonna bet it's not the same type of teams that are routinely in the final four and the elite eight. So, or, you know, routinely in the sweet 16, the true measure of success of a basketball program. (laughs) Um. So I like, I don't know that I'm quite in panic mode about basketball. Right. But I'm not happy. Mm. I'm, I'm very frustrated right now. And, and the thing is, like, I don't, it's not that Tom Izzo doesn't use the transfer portal. He has. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not that, like, you know, Tom Izzo can walk and chew gum. He can think that the transfer portal is bad. Yeah. And also utilize the transfer portal. Those things can coexist. But it's, it's the seemingly lack of effort that we're seeing that is a bit concerning. And it's, I'm sure, I'm sure Tom is well aware. <clears throat> By all accounts, Tom and company are well aware of what they need to do. But I don't know. I, I'd expect some more breadcrumbs, I right. guess is what I'm saying. Right. Is anyone else, am I the only one who's panicked right now a little bit? I'm not panicked, but I, there's definitely concern. Like, I, I, I don't know that the pieces that it's possible to turn this into a potential conference championship winning team next year um so oh I, are you kidding yeah i mean i, I, mean, I think they're back not sure. is loaded I, I i'm think saying i don't think it's possible is the oh problem. yeah no it's not no 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 this no, no, will no, be no, a no. mediocre team next year if we're lucky if we're lucky we'll beat Oakland University will beat Western. Will if we're lucky, we'll beat Mott Community College. Go Bears! Will I don't like this is not a good Mott program. Bears, you know, like Joey Hauser is the best player that we have. Do you understand? Wait, well, what? in some ways, All I mean, Malik Hall. We let this go on too long. It's time. I'm for just saying. I'm going to gut Centers myself like a Vegas. Yeah. Well. Uh, let's go off Grand River. We're going to keep talking uh, on this subject. It'll be a nice, smooth transition. Uh, <laughs> our friend Rocket Watts has entered the transfer portal again from mm-hmm. uh, from uh, Mississippi State. So there, you know, the other MSU schools that are out there, be on the lookout for that. He's collecting them right now. Uh, he had an injury though this season, right? That really held him back. I, you know, we I did get periodic check ins on our guy. Is that what held him back? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, But the big news of the week was Jay Wright deciding not to do a big victory lap year and to retire immediately from Villanova, which I was struck by at the time. He's relatively young by college basketball standards. Yeah. But then stories kept coming out that were like, maybe actually this isn't a huge surprise. And I think he said that he had sort of lost the fire for it a little bit. Um, It's interesting because it's, this is a guy that at one point was in strong consideration for being an Izzo replacement. And now he's retiring before Izzo. Hmm. So it, it kind of goes to show, I think 
that this game is changing rapidly and it takes a toll on the guys that had success doing it under a different rule set. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's, what's most striking to me as it relates back to MSU is the, the peer group that has left the Tom is peer group that has left mm-hmm. and, and the folks that remain are, if we're being real is, uh, 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 Beheim, who will, I mean, will just collect that check for, in, I mean, truly doing the least amount of work possible, uh, in, until he dies. Um, cause what he's 77, I think yeah. right now. Yeah. He's older. I, he's definitely he, one of the very oldest coaches. Uh, yeah. I mean, the... like you, you cannot be an octogenarian and like, I just, he's, he's, yeah, whatever. Anyway, Jim Beheim, it, I wouldn't put him in the Tom Izzo peer group, but like we'll we'll count it for the sake of argument. They've got the same number of natties, so. Uh, and then you have Bill Self, who I would argue is well equipped equipped for this era because mm-hmm. Bill Self has been cheating for years. He's been playing by these rules the whole time. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, I think Bill Self is a piece of shit. Sure, and, but like does. didn't need to adapt at all. Um, you know, maybe Mark Few, you want to count, uh, out at Gonzaga. Yep. But like, I don't know, for the most part, they're all gone and they, yeah. they're all gone and tied to this moment. And, and I, you know, as much as I made fun of Jim Beheim, um, and, but like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Izzo is at some point in time, we're like, bro, mm. quit, quit, quit chasing. Like it just isn't going to happen. <clears throat> Um, which is where I, I would put Jim Beheim, by the way, is like, I don't I don't know why you're coaching anymore. Like, I, I don't know why. I don't know why they let him continue to coach. Like, what do they have think some respect cont- for yourself, Syracuse? <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, what is that dude doing other than, I don't know, making me angry about Ben Carter and JJJ? Like, I mean, I, I just mm. I don't see the value in him. But. I don't know, it, like. Tom Izzo seems very unhappy yet, yet very determined to chase that natty and to tie it back to Jay Wright. Like I respect Jay Wright saying I'm, I'm good. I mean, he has two natties, yeah. you know, he, he went out with a ton of dignity on this team, a team that didn't have a big man, by the way. Yeah. Like good for Jay Wright. And Happy a team thrills. that I enjoyed watching. I think I commented on that during the podcast, uh, during the tournament. Like, Does they beat oh. Michigan? I mean, that was that fun. helps, but also just generally has a style of play that um, it differs from the Big Ten <laughs> substantially. Man, I kind of hate the Big Ten. Uh, it's it's not fun basketball. Um, well, not the way it's refereed anyway. Mm-hmm. But we'll save that for a different podcast. All right. Um, I I don't know. I don't know that I care too much to talk about this next item. But it is worth mentioning that Hunter Dickinson has announced that he's coming back for another year. Well, sure. He wanted to take uh, Joey Hauser's lead, his basketball <sighs> boyfriend. Well, uh, unlike Joey Hauser, uh, Hunter Dickinson did say that he was not coming back. So flip flopper, obviously. No surprise uh, there at that school. Um, but it is interesting that I don't know that Diabate or Houston had Houston Houston. Who's who's that? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, 
had declared for the draft, they technically have until a couple hours from now. I don't know if they've announced that they're coming back. But it would be, it is interesting to me and a bit surprising. Like, I, I know that Hunter Dickinson probably had many nights crying when he realized that no one in the NBA wants him. That at best, he's a worst version, worst version of Luka Garza, who couldn't make a Pistons roster when they were actively trying to lose games. But <laughs> the Diabate and Houston, I, I think, have NBA careers in front of them. And it's surprising to me that neither one of them declared mm. as of recording anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, so U of M looks to be loaded next year. Long story short. Uh, well, we'll see. You know, let's, let's hope they can start the year at sixth again. Um, and get that other sweet 16. Sweet, uh, sweet 16. Last note, NCAA rules have been updated. Uh, and uh, the Kenny Pickett rule has been instated, which is to say that if a player instigates a fake slide, they are down. Um, other notes are, we, we've talked, I think, quite a bit during football season about the targeting rule and the suspension that accompanies it. Yeah. If a player is... Uh, called for targeting in the second half teams can appeal the the suspension for the following first half of the next game uh i don't i mean other than i guess there's time i don't understand why that would be like is that feels like an arbitrary rule uh that you're gonna allow for for an appeal as to one one game but not in the next and the last is apparently uh, coaches are very frustrated with faking injuries. And so now the NCAA has introduced a process for reviewing faking of injuries, though it does not solve the problem during the game. So, <laughs> well, and how could it? I, there's, yeah, there's some questions there, aren't there? I, how do you. <laughs> Other than the Kenny Pickett rule, like none of these feel particularly equitable. Or, uh, or u- useful, I guess, is a, a better way of saying it. Um, hmm. So, anyway, good job, NCAA. Hmm. Always. Keep on rocking. All right. Uh, Twitter questions. And apparently the last one before we do the competition. Yeah, so how's the competition going to work, Greg? Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll announce it on Twitter. Give me some time. All right? I will say, I'm not sure I like this whole what have you done for me lately uh, I agree. scoring system that we've been using in previous years. I think we overcomplicate it. I think we undervalue contributions made early in the month. So maybe we do like a every week counts, you know, raise the stakes. Anyway, uh, you want to kick us off, Jonesy? Sure. Thomas Ambiasi is up first who asks, you've been handed a blank check and given charge of upgrades to Spartan Stadium. What projects do you give the green light? Expanded upper bowl, overhead awning, something else. Gentlemen, uh, unrelated to, well, related to Thomas Ambiasi's question, I ask you, would you not first introduce or reintroduce gas pumps at Spartan Stadium? Oh, it's got to be back. They should be enshrined. I want to smell diesel. I want to smell it. I want the exhaust from it. I want the buses there. Those old, old timey buses. I want it all. Mm -hmm. I want to have a Zoolander style squirt gun fight. Uh, that's a dated reference. I'm not sure our uh, our listenership is going to get that one necessarily. Um, I want to uh, I want to put the uh, Rutgers uh, hot tubs in Spartan Stadium. That's my introduction. 
uh, throw we, that in we there. Bring the Rutgers sound system. Yeah, and uh, bring physical illness to me as well as I listen uh, to the game at Spartan Stadium. Uh, to you actually the... answer Sorry. the question, though, Thomas. Real quick, mm-hmm. that, that Rutgers sound system, you remember those mystery illnesses that were happening to diplomats in Cuba? Oh, that, yeah. That they, that they thought was a sound weapon? Yeah. I, that is actually an invention from Rutgers University. Rutgers came up with that and implemented it. And they targeted us because our seats were so good at Rutgers. They actually yeah. saw us and they were like, oh, green shirts right there. Fourth that row. is the value of an AAU uh, research institution. But yeah. uh, anyway, what would your actual answer be? Uh, we got to put the other side of the stadium up, man. Uh, uh, we need some We need some east side like sweets and stuff and also uh beer upgrades to spartan stadium as well please mm-hmm. let's do that mm-hmm. come on fewer upper deck the uh, seats though because if we can eliminate the upper deck jerk guys seats that would be a win for Ooh. everybody Ooh. next up from spartan 18770 uh plum what would tucker's program be today if k9 decided not to come to msu <clears throat> that is a hell of a question and one that i think we have to actually wrestle with should have uh, saved that for the actual Twitter yeah, question dude. competition. Yeah, what Spartan really... 18770 got that he, uh, they, I should say, are so confident throwing this one around when it doesn't yeah. matter? Yeah, whoever you are, you boned that one hard. In fact, we shouldn't even answer it. Uh, no, we should. This is a great question. I I don't know the answer to that. I mean, think about it. The guy was like, just fuck Michigan. We, well, we would have lost to Michigan. Yeah. There's probably three games that we would have lost yeah. last year. Um, Miami. Yeah. So take a, take that 11 win season, turn it into an eight mm-hmm. and you're, you're more on track for what the original expectations were of for the Mel season Tucker was. at that time. Yes. So, I mean, I think you're still positive about Mel Tucker. You're I positive. He doesn't get that contract. He's not making 9 million is exactly uh-uh. what I was about to say. Uh-uh. Uh, I think it was also notable that uh pro football focus, put out uh, top two Big Ten receivers from last year. Uh, and they were both uh, Jaden Reed and uh, Jalen Naylor. I don't think that happens without K-9. What? Really? Yeah, I'm sorry. In, as well? in single coverage. Naylor exceeded uh, mm-hmm. Reed in well, single coverage. Pro Football Focus has flaws. But that's oh, still yeah, interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, trust me. Whenever I have to mention that who the stat came from, I cringe a little bit. You're internally. just like, oh, God. God, I hate There goes them. a little but, bit of my credibility. But it is I, my point, broader point being that the efficacy of the pass game last year was 1,000% predicated, predicated upon Kenneth Walker's ability. Yeah. yeah. Um, and which is why it was, you know, so problematic in the games that Peyton Thorne was not effective, mm-hmm. like the, the Nebraska game. And I mean, I guess, I guess Ohio state, uh, it, because you know, they had to account for Kenneth Walker the entire time, but if Peyton Thorne was off, yikes. Anyway, sorry. Yikes. Next up. Uh, another good question. Had Kyle Arns not got hurt in the 2019 big 10 championship game, would MSU have won it all? Um, didn't, he end up still playing after that or no, he got injured in the regular season and then it got aggravated in the championship game. I think is what it was. Correct. Um, but, uh, I, maybe I, I don't think Kyle Arns was big enough part of that team to have, you know, put them over the top. Yeah, I'd have I to don't go know back. Who, <laughs> who cares? You know, 
Who? Arns? Wasn't Arns? Kyle A. Hearns? I think I put the R <laughs> in the wrong spot. Like Brett Favre. Fuck it. And speaking of fuck it, next up from Spartan18770, fuck Michigan Twitter. Yeah, Listen. why are you wasting all this gold, man? What is going on? <laughs> he had to have thought it started this month. Poor guy. These were these were three perfect questions. Poor You're just guy. Them around. Wow. Oh, Spartan eighteen seven seventy. Come on, the bar is high for next week. Uh, did they do anything particularly egregious other than just be themselves generally? And I would have to assume that. Yeah, I'm sure I mean, they were. Just bending over each other backward to uh, explain Hunter Dickinson's decision, but I doubt this tweet could have come in time for that. So, I mean, Scott Bell still exists, so hmm. that uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry yeah, to hear that. that. Yes, yeah, sorry Next to hear up that for him from, and everyone else. From the Mike Jones, uh, do you think Izzo gets a kickback on banking scholarships? It's the only reasonable explanation. It truly uh, is. Should we give him a pay raise so that he'll actually use them? <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't ever have to pay someone extra to do their job. I, blah, blah, blah. Filling scholar. I, no, I'm not even justifying that. I, I do like the idea that Izzo is deeply concerned about inflation and thinks that somehow, <laughs> you know, banking these scholarships will provide a larger ROI over time than utilizing them now. Because uh, I mean, all he has to do is talk. ask his buddy Matt Ishbia to just open his wallet a little bit further, just, just a, a little, little bit. bit. Just a the thing is, I, I feel a little guilty about asking Matt Ishbia for anything at this point in time. Oh, it's uh, criminal! But I'm sure Matt Ishbia is just as a hell of a guy. Hell of a guy. Uh, actually, next I don't feel question bad about Matt Ishbia. No, he's, I think he's, he's, he's fine. He's. Fine. I think. I think they're eaten over there at the HBO household. Uh, Mike Jones also asks, if you could pick a secondary sport for MSU to dominate the next decade, which sport would it be and why? Adding no football or basketball. I got this one. Yeah. Softball. Because I want Hutch to regret her decision and I want to retire her from the sport, take her out of the Hall of Fame, be done with her, the traitor benedict traitor yeah (laughs) the uh, like i honestly if juan wasn't busy assaulting people Mm. she might and well and mel pearson wasn't busy consenting to the harassment of people and Mm. canceling games and jim harbaugh wasn't overall if all of those things weren't if it weren't for all of those other factors (laughs) you know if those things didn't exist she would be my least favorite michigan coach by a wide margin She's just lucky that they happen to employ many terrible people. Yeah. Yeah. She's covered. She's like 4,000th on that list. Yeah. Uh, next up, and finally from uh, Mike Jones. Oh, this is to me. Someone want to read Wreck. Since Alex is trying to <laughs> k- kill Amani, what kind of NIL deal would you pony up to get him to EL? And, uh, where could we ship dad so he's not an issue? North Korea? <laughs> He's out there waiting for your phone call. Hopefully he didn't listen to last week's episode. <laughs> uh, I, well, let's be honest here, Mike Jones. The Amani Bates uh, marketability is not as high as it used to be. I think maybe I could personally afford him at this point. Yeah. So 
I'd uh, I'd offer him, you know, uh, can't read, can't write ten from Colada Coffee Roasters, and uh, I would instruct his dad to sit down at the Ericsson Kiva and take notes uh, on all of the the education courses that take place there to learn how an actual school should be run and how he ruined his son over the course of two years. In in my preparation, such as it was for this episode, I plum, stumbled. Plum, 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 Don't say what you're about ready to say. Okie dokie. That that article is from February. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> still not going to say it, but it. Yep. Still not going to say it. As far as I'm concerned, it's from now. It's from now. And, and I knew it was from February, and I still think that Elgenberry, Elgenberry, whatever the hell He's it is. He's in the transfer portal. Guy's a liar. The whole Guy's family is. They're all liars. Breaking breaking news from February. Yeah, liars. Next up from the Key Ski, what are you drinking? Uh, I've got a all day haze from the Founders Brewing over here. Yeah. What do you think? I like it. I like it I'm a, a lot. I'm a big fan. Big this fan. will be a replacement of you know one of my defaults. So yeah, I I enjoy it more than the regular all day. Yeah, agree. Big agree. Plum, what do you got? Vizzy, raspberry lemonade. Mm, Love it. Jonesy, did you pour uh, that scotch, as it turns out? Uh, no, but I could. Maybe I should go get... Ooh. How, how messed up next do we week. want the back half? Oh. We'll, have, we'll have scotch next week. That'll I'm be the so, plan. I'm so tempted. Uh, I am drinking <laughs> truly margarita-style seltzers. Hmm, of course. Truly margarita-style. Truly. Margarita-style. And I've been style. on the, I've been on the uh, iced tea uh, White Claws as well lately. But Michael Jones is watching his figure over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Boyish mm-hmm. figure. Uh, next up from the key ski, uh, what won't you drink? Vodka. Mm, that's good. That's good. Plum is at know. a loss right now. I'm at a loss. Plum's I got really, nothing. I don't really uh, know. Cheap tequila. Uh, maybe. 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 Uh, yeah, at a certain point, I'll drink. I'll drink whatever. That's for yeah, sure. Right. Uh, you just put it in front of me. It's gone. Uh, it's a problem. The Scotch is calling me right now. Even when we were in East Lansing after the game, remember we went and had to choose the worst thing on the menu, and we asked the bartender to give us the worst thing on the menu, and we drank it, and it was yeah. not that bad. It was the what was the PBR coffee drink. Oh yeah, at uh, at uh, tin yeah, can the tin can yeah, yeah. the tin can, and I was like. Ah, not that bad. So yeah, I really I did pretty well. I don't, I, don't know. I don't know if I want to answer this question or not. I will say I don't generally like Hefeweizens for what that's worth. Oh, um, I'm on board with that. Yeah. Hefeweizen is like never going to be my first beer choice. Dish soap. Just a little dish soapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next up from Jay Rocky. Uh, who wins in a fight to the death? Mark D'Antonio or Tom Izzo? Let me ask. Uh, is this Mark D'Antonio... After post heart attack, yeah. <laughs> no, post heart attack still fine, but like when he clearly was phoning it in. Uh, uh, like, how long has Mark D'Antonio been doing death matches for? Because if it's been a while, I start to have concerns. Uh, Tom Izzo, despite my complaints, I don't think has given up. Uh, I would ask Raymond Chains to base next week's episode off of this question. Who wins in a fight to the death, Tom Izzo or or Mark D'Antonio? That's my answer. I'm pretty sure it's Mark D'Antonio, though. 
and Bayonet. He's, he's a little bit more more fit. Tom, he cares less about humanity. Izzo, at the I think in the end wouldn't be able to do it. He'd feel. Bad. I mm. think. I think if I had it, who would who would kill it? Who would kill a relative to win? I think Tom Izzo would more readily sacrifice Stevie to win a game. Oh, no. if it was just Tom and the devil and no one else knew. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Who, like, yes, for sure. Hey, who would kill somebody Stevie. to win? See, that's Natty. where you're wrong, because if it were, it wouldn't have to just be D'Antonio and the devil for him to get rid of Becky. I think he would broadcast that to George Blaha. Like, fine, fucker, whatever, whatever it takes. Now, to your point early on, right, when he was getting worked to Boba, Michigan. 2019, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, Dan Hellpepper asks, apparently release of lingerie pictures is the penalty for talking about congressional Republican Coke orgies in public. <laughs> What's your favorite revenge? So this uh, is Madison Cawthorn, whose name yes. I really wish I hadn't just said out loud. Who Was it a picture of him in his wheelchair in lingerie? Because that I would pay to see. I believe it is. That's no. I've no. seen it. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. No. He's he's got a a thing on it. Uh, you know, some sort of. Uh, Stop it. Teddy. Why am I only hearing about what? Yeah. No, I'll find it for you. Twitter's and he's doing a, a bump place. of cocaine as well at the same time. He better be. Is it, this is, was it doctored? Is that what this is? Is that like the punishment? Oh, definitely not. No, no, no. You think this dude hasn't? Oh, come on. Well, everyone knows the only people that get this upset are people who obviously dabble. But my question is, like, how are you? (sighs) Here, I I got you. It's in the chat. He's Uh, not a smart man. So that's how this stuff happens. Uh, Next up from John Hubbard. Hear me out. Mayonnaise milkshakes. No, I will not hear you out on this. I like mayonnaise and no. I, yeah, that's right. No, this is not. No, no. Stop it, John. I'm glad you got this out of your system before I was able to tank your scores for Twitter question competition. Yeah. Uh, next up from Nate C. Why is Go Green first in the Go Green, Go White chant? Critical race theory. You can't, you can't just in the airport when you see someone with an MSU shirt open up with a go white. <laughs> and you know what? It's that's it's that CRT that's been coming for me the whole time. Run amok, run amok. I, I hate, time. I hate myself, and that's why I got to leave with go green. <laughs> and he's back. The shirt vert asks, how concerned are you about Izzo's portal capabilities after losing out on Jalen Bridges and not being uh, proactive about getting a C? Uh, Okay, but how concerned are you actually? Uh, Shervert referenced the 15 minutes that we talked about this. Haven't you been listening, Shardy? Yeah, Shardy. I'm actually concerned. Yeah, Yeah. I am. But I'm always concerned. I yeah yes there's anxiety around basketball all the time and I think that's anxiety that's fueled by the the theoretical being in contention on the regular uh but this would potentially mark 3 years in a row where we're mid at best and I and I I I say that thinking that AJ Hogard could be a potentially best point guard in the Big 10 we're looking at a down Big 10 generally yeah um 
you know, I, I suspect that Jaden Akins takes a big step. I, you know, I expect Tyson Walker actually takes a pretty big step for us. Um, you know, Malik Hall moving to the three, I think is encouraging. Joey Hauser, I'm, I'm actually fully on board with, with him coming back uh, and, and excited about that. But like, all of that really falls apart if you have Mari Sissoko in there fouling out after five minutes in the game. And, right. <laughs> and so, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it, it's not just that I'm concerned. It's, uh, we haven't been connected to a center's name. Not one. Right. Has, have they even listed Michigan State as a school that reached out? And that, that bothers me. So, uh, yeah, I'm actually concerned. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, next up from, uh, Shervert, uh, with many people planning their summer vacations, what's an underrated place to travel? Adding, I'll be traveling to South Carolina next month. And I feel it probably deserves a mention on this list. Charleston's very nice. Should Uh, we also declare for Shartbert though, that vacations do not get you out of not participating in the, the competition. Okay. So just... Just saying, plan your vacation around. You have certain responsibilities as a reigning champion. Uh, (laughs) uh, What do you guys, any any places that come immediately to mind for this? Plum feels like the authority on this one. Uh, Is this just in the United States? Is this out of the US? My first impulse was out of the United States. Prague would be my answer to this question. It should be higher on lists. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Um, I maybe wouldn't recommend uh, Macedonia, but I think a lot of those uh, former Yugoslavian countries have got a lot going on. Beautiful architecture in a lot of those countries. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. You did just take a road trip, though, through the States Plum. I did. Uh, I did. Any um, any underrated answers there? I will say, if you like to camp, um, and you haven't been to Yellowstone, you haven't been up to Idaho even, a lot of the national parks, Wyoming, beautiful you can get there when there isn't a raging forest fire, which at this point seems to be one week in late April. Yeah, you basically don't get to you, go then. <laughs> yeah, you might as well just skip it. But otherwise, highly recommend Black Hills Indian or Black Hills uh, uh, National Forest. Hmm. Great. Jonesy? Fantastic. Any Anything in your hiking travels that you would uh, throw out there? I, I mean, I, I will say that I will never, ever do it again. But uh, the the backpacking of the Grand Canyon, like, screw going there as a tourist. Get in the canyon. Stay nights there. Hmm. Like, it, it is isolating and terrifying and stunning and beautiful and, and awe-inspiring. Um, but uh, definitely feared for my life. So uh, that was that was fun, too. I like how you guys picked, you know, the greatest invention of the Americas. And I was like, go to a place where you can order a beer by just putting your coaster on a table. Uh, I hear hear Savannah's nice. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Next up, uh, prop bet of the week. Uh, Points per game by Joey Hauser next season versus number of wins by the football team. Over under 10.5. I'm going over on Hauser. I'm going under on wins. I don't want to say it out loud, but yes. I think I'm with you on that too, but I hate you for saying it. I and did it. it was, I what's, stepped in the, I what's handled weird, it. weird though is, I'm the man. I think Plum and I were on the uh, over nine wins, over nine, maybe over nine and a half last season for football. Yes. And yet, 
I weirdly feel down on this team. It's a more difficult schedule is the what yeah. informed my decision. I actually think the team overall, and I've said this before, yes. will be better. I agree. It, the fact that the, the defense seems so upgraded this year, mm-hmm. like, I mean, we might have a really good defense. Upgraded from one of the worst uh, past defenses in the entire country. Yeah, so. but like, maybe we really are good this year? We'll find know. out. Uh, what is... Next up is Mamopoly, and we yeah, have I, oh yeah, this is a oh it's what it's because she used to number them, so now we're not numbering anymore. So no but number A, yeah, right, no number A. What family card games did you play as a kid, and are you still playing any of those now at family gatherings? Euchre. Yeah, Euchre, I mean, you're talking to three Michigan residents. The answer is Euchre. Well, I'm not a resident, and my family never played Euchre. Well, you never really truly belonged here. That's exactly right. Yeah, Yeah, but I love playing Euchre, but my folks never got into it. Uh, We were more of a Cribbage household, but we still didn't really play it as a family gathering. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, No number B. Uh, this past week marked Queen Elizabeth II's 96th birthday, and soon she will celebrate 70 years in her profession. It, 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 can you? Is, Not the right bo- word for that. <laughs> I was going to say, can you have a profession if you were born into it? And then doubling down, is there a profession that you see suited for yourself for 70 years long? Uh self-loathing michigan state university uh yes sports fan if if being queen is a profession that's a profession (laughs) one that i pay dearly for both in the time that i invest in it the the money that i invest in it and the fact that i have to put up with youtube bozos uh as part of uh as affiliation with that and this was more fun before plum got involved <laughs> i think that's fair and i'm going to take it off the rails now because i recently uh, today in fact just saw an article about a, a air, state of arizona a death row inmate appealing his execution because state law in arizona wow. hold on i'm going to get there state law in arizona prohibits um more than Two people, so they have a five or six panel um, clemency board, and they have a rule that says no more than two can be from any single profession on that board. Mm. Four of the five or six people are all law enforcement. And he said, like 20 years as a private detective, 30 years as an FBI, 20 years as a sheriff's deputy, um, and then someone else like worked in corrections for 15 years. And the judge, in in denying the appeal, the judge said... Law enforcement isn't really a profession. <laughs> it's a calling. It's a calling. So some some asshole judge in Arizona who should definitely be beaten to death with his own gavel, because you know it's a white guy, just terrible. Yeah. Um, and just you know terrible. that he's a textualist. You know, just calling balls and strikes out there right well, now. Well, and the, and the hypothetical the judge said in the ruling was, well, by your by your uh, suggestion, someone who worked for a week in the corrections canteen would be considered equivalent to a 40-year detective. Uh, I don't know if that's the appropriate hypothetical when all four of the individuals in question here have more than 20 years, yeah. 80 years combined plus between the four of them in the actual non- profession <laughs> field of law enforcement also awesome. you know you could say hey your honor i don't know like 
you can use the facts as a guide on this one. I, I just want to throw that out there. You can use the facts as a guide. They're there. They're just there. I'm so. not asking you to create a bright line rule. I'm asking you to look at the facts. Mm-hmm. Would you say, Jonesy, uh, given that answer, that uh, being a lawyer is something you could do for so many years? Uh, mm, no. That was mean. That was uh, mean. Well, I, I couldn't. Mean. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I get to work with lawyers every day. Oh, there you go. Lawyer Jason. Uh, number C. No number C. No number C. Uh, what are your driving skills like? Mario Andretti or little old lady from Pasadena? How do you handle backseat drivers? I was, uh, so I drove, the, I was in the Jeep today, drove uh, uh, Jason's mother. We took her to lunch downtown. Lovely. And I, I mean, I would say her backseat driving was more, was more plaintive it was more pleading it was more please i would like to make it to lunch i'm hungry and i don't want to die on an empty stomach so i don't know if mario andretti is the appropriate comparator but certainly aggressive would be how i would describe myself i'd say little old lady for me but with the appreciation of backseat drivers like mario andretti (laughs) uh do not tolerate I like to turn around and just stare at them until they finish. Like, is this what you wanted? This is what you get. Easy to do when driving in the Great White North, That's where right. there is no one else. That's right. Uh, uh, next up, Mr. Neurotic Pants asks, could you follow up on the intimation that Foster Lawyer had been pushed off the team? Were his own teammates involved? In any event, Carlton was a good choice for him. Car- Carlton? Carlton. That's nice. Also, he spelled teammates with three M's. Also a good choice. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I, I don't know that we intimated it. I think it was a mutual conversation that this just wasn't working out. And I don't, I, I, I don't think we know the, the I don't real particulars here, but it, that was my understanding as well. Is did we intimate it or did Graham couch intimate it? I just assume he's like poorly sourced and that that's what this is. I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, if we talked about this with foster lawyer, it would have been a while ago. I mm. also assume that foster lawyer would have been offered the opportunity to keep his scholarship. Well, I don't understand how you go to a place where you give Davis Smith a scholarship, but you, wouldn't give one to foster lawyer but you but not just not give him one but actively take it from him by pushing yeah. him off just the be team. like that seems no longer for you i think the wrong. problem was is that they needed to clear the runway for tyson walker and so either you say no trust me he's not going to play or you know you just say hey do you want to play basketball let me find you a home and was and... tyson walker on balance better than foster lawyer would have been yes. in his second year yes mm. debatable yes. Uh, mm. Nope. Yes. Is it because of how many times he tripped over his own feet in the last game we played against him? <laughs> I mean, that was fewer times than he tripped over his own feet while playing at MSU. Yeah. So yeah, he's improving. See? He's improving. See? Uh, actually, in fairness, we, we like we like Foster here. Yes. We, we would be actually. actually if he rejoins the program in some capacity, I think we'd all be thrilled about that. You've yeah, absolutely. That. Yes. Uh. Mr. Neurotic Pants asks, as a public health official, can at Alex Plum recommend a pharmaceutical to treat toxic masculinity? Plum, I meant to ask you, did you hear about that outbreak of Ligma at, uh, uh, at, on the Delta flight? No. You didn't? What? The outbreak of Ligma. I'm not taking the bait. God! I thought you might. I wouldn't. 
<laughs> anyway, pharmaceutical treatment for toxic masculinity. Oh, you're so stupid. But I, like, <laughs> I know. But, but I, like, I thought that was a perfect time. It would have been good. It would have uh, been good. Someone else, it. someone else would have taken the bait. Um, uh, treating toxic masculinity. Treating to- I mean, it depends if this is uh, invited pharmaceutical treatment or uninvited. If it's uninvited and you could slip somebody estrogen and watch their breasts grow, that would definitely help. That would be fun. That would really help. Um, but I think what Raymond's picturing here is one of those like shot like guns with a syringe in it and you can walk up behind someone that's like yelling at a, a service worker and you could just like pop them Bam. in there. Oh yeah. And yeah. then they become like, like contributing members of society after that. Hyphadol or something? Hepadol? <laughs> There's some yeah sedative like that. Uh, I, but I would say probably it's mushrooms. The answer we're looking here is probably mushrooms. I think from what I've heard from folks who've taken them it's quite the experience and i think really what people who suffer from dox masculinity need is a little bit of perspective they need to get outside of themselves for a little bit and see just truly how douchey they are next up from mr neurotic pants segment suggestion perhaps a profile of msu baseball as it stands as a program right now yeah mr neurotic pants been making it down to the uh to the old ball diamond maybe he's our uh our guy on the streets here you know though we do have a We've got a Jake Boss follow, so hey, we just reached out to Jake. Yeah, but we should get somebody not. on. Hey, dear listeners, if any of you are affiliated with the Michigan State basketball or a fuck baseball program, give us a shout. I, Mr. Rock Pants, I I got to join you down at one of these games. I really like being able to take a little walk on campus, have a sit down at the old McLean Stadium, and take in an afternoon, uh, you know, with the baseball. Uh, and then finally, for Miss Neurotic Pants, last slash optional question. Any truth to the rumors that Denton Cole was seen eating pork and beans by a hobo's campfire? He is said to be slurring, I beat Michigan twice in a row. <laughs> yeah, that was a one-time thing. Don't know how you don't retain a guy after uh, two consecutive wins like that. <laughs> uh, that yeah. doesn't get you a lifetime contract, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> all uh, right next up upper dark jerk guy rounding us out is Izzo intentionally going small ball and modeling the nba no yeah i think that's very generous and i wish yeah, it i was true. gonna say it's very generous interpretation upper deck jerk guy. <laughs> uh and, we, did, we didn't mention by the way kofi gone yeah end of an era I didn't so, know that he had eligibility left, honestly. Oh, my God. Uh, this COVID thing basically means that these, this you know, generation of college basketball talent is just enshrined you know, forever. Uh, uh, how long do we have Hunter Dickinson for? I just think, I hope this is the end of the era where we shy away from pronouncing players' names as they write them. You know, I just... All right, what next up. You know, Izzo does pronou- pronounce them as they're written. And yeah, he, he should. He's straight right to. Uh, next up, Upper Deck Jerk Guy. If you could only keep one for the next seven years, would it be Izzo or Tucker? Tucker. 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 Can I keep Izzo for six and Tucker for seven? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, at the current rate, I, and I never thought, I mean, I have a bandwagon. Oh, wow. Be die careful. hard. You're, you're walking down. Long term. Yeah. Permanent. 
be very careful. Fan club. And I have deep concerns and reservations around his mental acuity. Oh my God. Oh my God. Capacity for change management. Culture setting skills. I don't know. I can go on. Uh, You know, resource allocation. Resource allocation. Uh, There's a lot of things that I think that are very concerning. Mel Tucker, I have none of those concerns. At now, this point in time, I wouldn't want Tom Izzo to own a profit and loss center. I'll say that. <laughs> if he so. can't balance scholarships, then I'm I'm confused about. Plus, I feel like if you think about the next seven years, the only person that makes both of them are going to control their destinies here. Uh, only one of them is going to have an opportunity to go somewhere else for a lot more money. And so that's the one that I'm more concerned of doing it. Yep. And finally, from the Upper Deck Jerk Guy, how would you rank you and each of your co-hosts? Well, so this is really a question for Greg and I. Um, see? Did you see that slight? Did you, did you see how effortlessly he comes in with the slight? You know what that means? I won't be on next week. Take that. <laughs> How's that? Honestly, that would probably you probably were waiting for this. You instead of announcing it on like Saturday at eight, to give you a full week. <laughs> but I would give you a full week, and then I would log into Zencaster about halfway through when I like nine thirty two. Just right on in. in, yeah. Hey guys, drop drop some some big some big swears, some big you swears. Say some things about Max Christie. That uh, we're going to get emails about and then head your way back out. Or whatever else I'm angry about that day. It's fine. Uh, I mean, obviously. um, Big swears. I rank rank Plum number one in big swears. Yeah. I rank Jonesy number one in 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 dominating the waveform. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Myself number one in being the glue that holds this thing together. I'm not going to (laughs) disagree. In, um, in filling all the gaps, <laughs> I, I do. I do like that my, my my award is participated the most. <laughs> I will say, from my own you know perspective as the loud one, I I I can get Jones going. I can't usually get you going. And so when I have like a hot take that you agree with, then I'm like, ooh, I guess that was a ooh. good hot take. Like you're my barometer ooh. for whether or not my hot take was a good hot take. <laughs> That's what I bring. I'm just I'm the judge. Uh, that's what I bring to the to the uh, to the festivities here. That's All right, your cold open will be Judge Judy next. So, week. Jonesy, if you were taking notes, you both talk a lot and are an easy mark. That's what you. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. So take All us right. out. <laughs> uh, well, with that, I, honestly, I'll say this: I hope this episode ages poorly. Like immediately poorly. So Tom, we know Alan Haller is a confirmed listener. Please do something. Gentlemen, as always, go green. Go white. Uh why didn't we start with go white? Come on. Uh, Critical race theory. <laughs> 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 <laughs>